0: Hello and welcome to another Mega Bros podcast. I'm Donnie, and I'm Danny. And Danny, we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and get start off with some more loose balls. I think that's just gonna be kind of our default setting from now on. We'll see how it goes. So if there's more stuff to talk about or stuff that needs a uh, longer podcast, I think we'll get into it. But really, let's just say what we're talking about, what we're thinking about, what's going on these days, Dan.
1: Yeah, I, I think that um, is a, a pretty good format for us, because, I mean, usually when we think about topics, we have so many to begin with, but they're not always enough for a full episode, so why not just throw it all in one?
0: That's exactly it. We're just going to kind of throw all this, you know, the chili and the peeps and just eat it all up.
1: I like that idea. yep
0: I, I, I too appreciate TV show references. I mean, the first thing that I want to bring up, despite the fact that the Patriots just had their bye week. And we already did an entire podcast about their season so far. I want to talk about football. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Because the Buffalo Bills (laughs) lost again to the Vikings, which somebody was like, oh, this is a Super Bowl preview. And I'm like, that would be, that
1: might literally be the the closest thing
0: to a mass suicide you'll see in American sports.
1: A combined eight, zero, zero and eight in the Super Bowl. They're going to make it both of them. No. And. Honestly, like as someone who's lived in Western New York for the better part of the last six years,
0: these Bills fans can't handle that. They they cannot. They were so high on that Josh Allen stuff. Like i I'm you, like they were just injecting it directly into their veins. They're just like, oh yeah, athletic former QB from Wyoming. Oh yeah, give me that good stuff. And now God. they're just sitting here trying to figure out how exactly this is Bill Belichick's fault.
1: <laughs> of course it is they, they're so far up in his head that they just can't they can't handle anything else I mean
0: Belichick owns enough real estate in Buffalo Bills territory to literally own the entire state of western New York
1: yeah, you can <laughs> you can do whatever you want to put uh, makeup on a pig but at the end of the day you're still the Bills the Buffalo fucking Bills you're just Buffalo. like
0: oh and you know for those of you who are like oh yeah well they beat the Patriots last year in the playoffs yeah well we beat the pants off them for 20 plus years and also scoreboard how many Super Bowls have the uh, have the Buffalo Bills won? Then, uh, I believe that's a big zero. A big zero. They have won
1: exactly as many Super Bowls
0: as I have,
1: and that's terrible. <laughs> right. Like, there's like, listen. There's a time and a place for Buffalo fans. If they really, truly want to get so high and mighty over like a win or two against the Patriots, fine. But let's let's be realistic about here. You you got hand your pants handed you for the last twenty years, and you finally caught on top of them. So fine, good for you. But let's. It's not act like you won the Super Bowl yet. But like the best part
0: is though is that like they, they keep trying to crown this team and it's like they they're they're so premature they're so pent up after you know all these decades of anguish you know that they, they need to they need to bust this proverbial nut as a, as it were and so they're doing things like getting hyped up for the Super Bowl matchup with them and I don't know who else I it, I I still maintain that Brady beating the doors off them in the Super Bowl would be ultimate comedy. Um, Oh, do be fantastic oh god i love it i i like even if he's on the box I, I just fine i'll accept that
1: <laughs> yeah I, I can live with that one yeah but.
0: but i mean really like you look at buffalo like this is a team that sniffs their own farts too much and and, and i said this about the patriots last week you know a couple weeks ago too when they lost to chicago buffalo will go out there and absolutely shit the bed against teams that are not good see the jacksonville game last year and buffalo also has this weird thing where they don't respond well when they're punched in the mouth, proverbially. I mean, this is the modern NFL. I'm pretty sure that's a 15-yard penalty. But, mm. you know, and I don't just mean like, oh, you can run it on the Bills. Like, y- you can. But truly, like, Buffalo does not really respond great unless they are in control the whole game. You look at a, a team like the Jets that took them down to the wire because they didn't give up the easy points. Well, you know what? Guess what? The Bills just kind of, like, gave up on it. They rolled over. The, the game against the Vikings, I mean, that was... On the one hand, that game was really good. Like that was an an actual entertaining football game. That's the type of game that you you know someone's like, oh, why do you like football so much? You're like, let me show you this game right here. Mm -hmm. To be fair, now to be a dick because that's my Mm -hmm. what I like to be. Josh Allen fumbled the ball of the goal line. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right,
1: right. Of all the things you cannot do on a QB sneak, it's that. (laughs) Right, and listen. I, I I hate to take away wins from a team like the, the Vikings won the game. Good for them. The Bills lost that game. That's way more of a Bills loss than a Vikings win. That was win.
0: absolutely a Bills loss. And to me, like, that was the most amazing thing is you're talking like Minnesota curse versus Buffalo curse. Mm-hmm. Like, these are two teams that have found the dumbest ways to lose football games in the biggest moments in the last 40,
1: yep. 50, 60 years. And this
0: is all they could come up with? <laughs>
1: And a stat to kind of back you up to, and I'm, I'm going to butcher it, I didn't have it off the top of my head, but in the last like three years with Josh Allen, they're two and eight in one score games. So like, they, it just goes to show you like they're front runners and Josh Allen's athletic as hell, they can put points up. But as soon as you get to a close game with a good team, and it comes down to the wire they just can't finish or they can't, you know, regain the lead. It's just, that's not who they are. I love that
0: stat because that confirms my bias that Josh Allen is not actually a good quarterback.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a great, I'll I'll get to the actual stat later so you can uh, wield that like a sword, but that's a fun one. Hot
0: take right there. But you know, I mean, no, but seriously, like this is, this was my thought on Josh Allen coming out. like, first of all, the fact that Josh Allen got to say like a pro bowl level of quarterbacking is A minor miracle in and of itself like like quarterbacks who look like josh allen first of all don't really exist in that many places like it's pretty much cam newton and yeah that's it you know like the the people (laughs) who are that big that fast and can chuck it that far just that's that's not a that's not a human set of traits but you know josh allen as as like a as like an idea so to speak is a hyper athletic QB who with accuracy issues who played at like you know against underwhelming competition in college he's the type of guy that you have to project to the next level because everything on tape says he might he probably can't do it so but the problem is that like every quarterback that's been in that vein before like again except for maybe Cam Newton like has flamed out spectacularly Quarterback is not a position where you take the guys with the with the numbers, you know, the guys with the crazy forty yard dash and the vertical leap and they can chuck it, you know, over them their mountains right there, you know. It's it, so Josh Allen like basically destroyed quarterback scouting for a couple of years because everyone's like, oh shit, I got to get me one of those. And not only do they not grow on trees, the one that do the ones that do grow on trees are rotten.
1: I think the the way I look at Josh Allen is I it's hard it's hard to call him elite. Right, like he's he's been to the AFC Championship game and he's put up great stats. So sure, he's he's a top. What do you want to call him? The top five quarterback in the league as it is today. I, I yeah, honestly, I I don't think you can give him less than top five. But to to go from good to great, you have to win the big games, and I'm and I'm not talking about you know like the first two rounds in the playoffs or um you know getting winning the division. I mean, plenty of quarterbacks can go out and win the division. Um, and and plenty of quarterbacks can win their first home game in the playoffs like i'm not you know you can you can you can get fat and happy on those stats but it's it's the ACU championship games it's the super bowls like that's really where you become a great quarterback and until the bills and josh allen can do that he's just not at that level and you can call it sour grapes my patriots fan because you know we're we're pretty sour i i think uh you might agree with that i would i would say if we were any more sour we'd be one so certainly, I want to take down any team that's coming down with me. Um, but <laughs> uh, I just that's that's how we would view any quarterback. Uh, I just think if you if you can put up those stats and you can win those games and you can you know win by three touchdowns, great. Other people can do that. But what does it look like when it's a close game? What does it look like when you know all the money's on the table and we need you to run down you know the field and get a touchdown or even not even. What does it look like when you have the lead with a minute to go? Can you run the clock out? Like, It's not just about scoring. It's about being smart and, and playing the, the game. And I don't know that Josh Allen necessarily has that.
0: And, and to be fair, that's not something that very many quarterbacks have in the first place. Like, I'm, I'm, That's not something that very many players have in the first place. I like The one stat I always go back to is that one Tom Brady stat that you want to talk about things we're going to butcher here. It is something like every quarterback in the league has like a 250 winning percentage when they throw 50 times in a game. Brady's at like 750 or some shit like that. Like, something ridiculous. Like, everybody else blows it in that scenario because it means they're they're chucking it from behind. Brady would literally run the entire game through through his arm if you let him.
1: And I can give you another Brady stat that, that proves that, too. Ooh, Brady stats. Um, I, I love Brady. Brady stats are the best stats. When trailing in the fourth quarter at any point, Brady has an above 500 record. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> and, and I don't think I don't think any other quarterback does. Like so that means even even if Brady's losing going into the fourth, there's a better than 50% chance he's going to win. And like that that alone just kind of speaks to what Brady is. Like the game is never over as long as he has a chance. And can Josh Allen get there? Never. But can he at least <laughs> like no, no one's going to get it, Absolutely. Let's be no, no one will ever Brady. <laughs> but can he do it once or twice? Can he can he ever break through and uh, the jury's out. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like at this point, like, you know, you're, you're looking at
0: Josh Allen and you're just like, okay, like, what is he? Is he like a Steve McNair type of quarterback? where like, oh, yeah, he's good in the regular season. He'll give you some memorable moments, but like he's never going to win the big one. I mean, maybe that's it. He is in Buffalo after all. And, you know, the weird thing is like you look at the Bills and you kind of look at it like where would you even make this team better? Like what? Like is there a position that you look at the Bills? And you're like, oh, yeah, no, they they suck at that. Because I can't think I don't of one. I think so. No. So, like, to me, like, the Bills right now are, are you know, if I'm going to borrow from my psychology stuff here, this is a fully actualized team. Like, the Buffalo Bills are exactly who they want to be. They've got everybody in the spot, in the right spots doing the right things. So at some point it's got to be you know nut up or shut up like you know you got to win these games and and truly like when you reach that point like you can't be playing for regular season accolades you can't be playing to beat the Patriots in the in you know week seventeen you have to be playing to beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game you have to be playing to get home field advantage in the playoffs like and that and that's the thing like you have to engage on an entirely different level of competition and that's what I always. You know, that's what I go back to, especially in the first Patriots dynasty. Like, if you want to split it into the multiple dynasties, I mean, you could go like you know two, three, four, whatever. But that first iteration when they won three, three out of four from a one zero four, you know, and they used to have like I remember Teddy Bridgeway used to get so amped up for what they called the hat and t shirt games. You know, like because yeah. you know you win the division, you get some t shirts and some hats. It's cool, right? Well. They would go nuts in that. Like, do you, they had, like, I, I cannot remember off the top of my head, but for a little bit there, they were undefeated in had t-shirt games for a couple of years. Like, basically, as soon as they had the chance to clinch something, they you were done. You could not oh, fuck yeah. with the Patriots that day. Now, I'm not saying they, they won every game, because we all know they, they started to lose a couple of games here and there.
1: For some reason. I, yeah, I,
0: I mean, you know, acts of God.
1: <laughs>
0: Gotta be. But, I guess, like, long story short, Bills, you lost to the Jets. Which, first of all, I mean, like you know, somebody's like, "Oh, AFC Beast." Okay, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's the Jets, I hate that. like, yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, truly, truly, like the AFC East is what we thought the AFC West was going to be this year. Which, I mean, that's a whole other thing. Josh, just Josh McDaniels, just come home already. Just, just, just quit, please.
1: As as soon as you lose to a coach who was, um, you know, <laughs> not a coach, and uh, nothing <laughs> personal against Jeff Saturday, but he just wasn't. <laughs> um, you should probably retire. Like, that's that's probably the end of your coaching career. Jeff
0: Saturday should be an antitrust lawyer's dream because he should be the absolute poster boy for NFL teams are tanking it is anti-competitive and this is illegal.
1: A- yep. Except Josh McDaniels exists. <laughs> yep, so, <laughs> that, so any lawyer can just point to that game. But I, I would just say, you know, Josh McDaniels doesn't count. That's an outside. Uh, just <laughs> I, I
0: cannot fathom how that team is so bad this year.
1: I you know, I we 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 shit at McDaniels a lot, and deservedly so he deserves it all. Yeah, yeah. I did not think they were gonna be that bad. I thought there was a chance, like, okay, they got Derek Hard, who isn't great, but serviceable. Derek Card is and, an above average NFL quarterback. And then McDaniels, again, maybe we're skewed so much because of what he did with Brady, but from I think if you watched the game and said Brady and McDaniels worked well together, you could say that McDaniels had a good part in that. Sure. And his offense was fine. And he just, I don't know, he just, like, falls apart.
0: I mean, it's amazing how people fall apart when they don't have Tom Brady to make them look better. Uh, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. I, it turns out, Tom Brady, good. <laughs> Who'd have thought? I, uh, yeah. I just, if, you, if you were here for hard-hitting, unique analysis, there you go.
1: Yeah, Tom Brady, good.
0: You yeah, got it. But... Yeah, I mean, getting back to it here, the Bills 2-8 in their last 10 one-score games. Like, I love that stat because, Buffalo, you suck. Yep. Oh, it's, it's a great stat. That's what really matters. Just just to continue to the point here, the Buffalo Bills suck donkey dick. Yeah, they're absolutely terrible. They are. You know who's not terrible this year, though? Tell me. The Boston Bruins. Oh, you would do this to me. I would do this to you because
1: <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now?
0: I looked at I looked uh, at ESPN other day. It, was, it said they were thirteen and two and zero, and I'm like, what in the fuck?
1: The best team in the NHL right now? That's insane. That doesn't make any sense. No, I, I don't. I, <laughs> I did not see this coming. Not not you know even with the rosiest sunglasses I could put on, I didn't see it coming. I, I mean, uh, and from what
0: I from what I understand, they're scoring goals.
1: Yeah, they they've had uh, I think. Every every single regular skater in their lineup, besides one defenseman Brandon Carlo, has scored a goal. Like they, it's not even just coming from one line. Like they're all scoring, they're all getting in on it. I I, I, I mean, th- this doesn't I'm, sound I'm like Bruins hockey. I, <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. It's you know, it's I I thought at the beginning of the season, like if I was really gonna play that game and put my footy pajamas on, you could make a case that they had the ingredients in there somewhere to make a good out of the, out of the blue, you know, Stanley cup run because Patrice Bergeron probably going to retire after this year. Uh, David Krejci comes back from essentially retirement. He played in the Czech league. He's probably gonna retire after this year. So you could have this like, you know, win one for Berge, win one for the captain kind of thing. Um, I thought Jeremy Swayman, their goalie now, would have been the one to kind of take the reins, and it's his second year, so does he get that, like, crazy out of nowhere goalie who can, can't lose kind of thing? Uh, and then they just have a bunch of young kids who I didn't think much of, but you get a new coach in there, and do they respond to him? So I, I never wanted to pick them for the cup, but every one like, probably every 10 years you see a team do it that way, right, where... Not not just in hockey, but you know, win one for the old guy, and 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 they everything just kind of breaks right for them. And I thought that that was their only path. I didn't think they were going to be a bulldozer and just defeat everyone. <laughs> I
0: mean that yeah, it's just, it's just insane with that. And you're right, like you know, every 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 decade or so, you do get a team that comes out of nowhere like that. You know, it honestly when you when you said it, my first thought was the 0-1 Patriots. You know. Yeah. Yep. I mean that was that was a team that like literally after Drew Bledsoe's injury they were like the bottom of the power rankings all over the all over the league,
1: and yet yeah, they, and they and they just put it together. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, <laughs> I've I've been trying to find the negative in this, and I'm still I'm still looking for He'll it. You'll get there. <laughs> the one thing I and I it still feels dumb to say because it's even too early for this is if they're peaking too soon. But it's so soon in the season I can't even make that argument yet. <laughs> it's too it's
0: too soon for them to be too soon
1: to peak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just it's hard to, you know, poke any holes in them. If I wanted to go down the the um the Mitchell Miller one, I certainly could. That that's a a dumbass signing, but um I don't know if we have to rehash that all the way. I mean, I think we need to reiterate the mega Rose position that racism is bad. Uh, yeah, generally I agree bad. with that. Yep, yep. Uh especially when you combine the two and then You know, if the kid has a, um, and I shouldn't say the kid, Isaiah, if he has, you know, mental um, disabilities, probably don't do that as well. Uh, Yeah, it's it's
0: pretty easy to say, you know, don't bully disabled people. That's especially don't bully them for racial things as well.
1: The the whole thing is stupid, too, because they. First of all, the, the story from the Bruins is like, oh, you know. New information came to light, so we're not going to play him. The, the new information didn't come to light. You knew it from the start. The Bruins thought that they could sign this kid, and no one would care, and he would just slide under the radar. But first of all, it didn't even—the <laughs> the Coyotes couldn't even get away with it. They drafted him, and the backlash in Arizona in a hockey team was so big they had to renounce his drafting. <laughs> so, so if they couldn't get away with it, why do you think you could as a Bruin— Hey,
0: especially with the Boston sports media,
1: like, you know, well, I mean, within hours of the signing and probably sooner, they were probably just sitting on it. But within hours of it, we had the full story. We had, you know, uh, um, like a, a a statement from the, the family of Isaiah, the, the kid who was bullied. We had information about how supposedly Mitchell apologized, which was really just um, a DM in Instagram and said, this has nothing to do with hockey, but I'm sorry. So great! I'm sure that was legitimate. Yeah, that
0: that, that that's a real man apologizing right
1: there. Oh, it, and and then to like top it off, uh, I'm gonna rehash it now. <laughs> <laughs> like the stupid cherry on the stupid Sunday. So the, I think the signing happened Friday at three. So again, trying to hide it in the news cycle. Clearly a news dump. Yeah. So by Saturday night or Sunday morning, whatever it was, Gary Bettman said, "Oh yeah, this this you know player is not eligible to join the hockey league, and the Bruins knew that, and they." Shouldn't have signed, basically shouldn't have signed him, so the whole thing was dumb. Like he was never going to play because he wasn't eligible. So why even do it? it? It just they had no reason to do it at all. I thought it was like one of the dumbest moves that I've seen in a long line of dumb baroons moves. Can I? Just, I, I do want to make one little point here though, and I want <laughs> I want to commend the NHL. Which
0: which that sentence sounds weird. Like it it, it doesn't it, does. it doesn't sit right in my mouth. I'm going to stop short of complimenting Gary Bettman because I might set myself on fire. Thank you, but. <laughs> That's what you do to trash people. You don't let them into your prestigious sports league. See, you know who could really use a lesson like that? The Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. You know? It turns out you can just kick these assholes out. You don't have to give them $230 million guaranteed.
1: Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> I, I <laughs> You know, it's such a simple thing, and I just wish that – enough people in enough of the leagues felt that way because it, you you look at the Cleveland thing, right? If they didn't give the money to him, unfortunately, someone else probably would. Atlanta right?
0: was right there. Atlanta blew up their entire team just to, like, maybe possibly kind of, sort of have a shot at Deshaun. And then Matt Ryan was and like, it, fuck you guys, I'm not coming back.
1: <laughs> and it just... It, it's so disappointing because I, I understand, like... I... I don't, I really don't understand. Like, I guess if you're a (laughs) shitty billionaire owner and you just want to make money and and win games, then fine. You're willing to, you know, overlook some really bad qualities in people and give them money and and chances that they don't deserve. But I I just, I wish we could just all agree that certain people don't get another chance. or, Or not even that they don't get another chance, but like... Make sure that when they get that chance, it's because they're sincere and they've changed. Not because they've, you know, written their apology on Instagram and everything's fine. But do you know why you're apologizing? Do you understand why you've been blackballed from the league? Like, do you actually get it? No, you don't.
0: Right. You know, there, there's there's apologies, you know,
1: and, and there's shitty apologies. Like, you know,
0: Mitchell Miller or Deshaun Watson or whatever the fuck he thinks he did. You know, You know who was actually done the right thing and been like you know paid their debts to society and then kept on paying it back type of thing michael vick
1: i was gonna say that yeah, yeah I,
0: I mean like I, I in no way condone anything about anything he did you know obviously like dog fighting terrible thing no zero zero empathy there's no zero sympathy like no reason that should have been, ever been done in the first place mm-hmm. but michael vick went to prison did his time and then like also continued like going out and, and, like, working with charities to to get this stuff, like, to, to actually, like, raise awareness about this kind of stuff, you know, do right by animal rights activism and, you know, that kind of thing. And, and look, like, maybe that's not a cause that's near and dear to my heart. Like, I'm not an animal person. And I think there's a lot of animal people who absolutely will never forgive him, and that's that's fair, too. But you look at someone who actually went out and talked the talk and walked the walk, like that, that's how you handle it when you fuck up so colossally, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and, and again, I can't, I can't really believe I'm, I'm saying, you know, people should look to Michael Vick as a role model, but I, <laughs> I know there's, it's a, there's a weird a lot conversation of weird that we're sen- right now. yeah, there's a lot of weird sentences
1: coming out of my mouth. I'm complimenting the NHL. I'm complimenting Michael Vick. Like, good God. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause I mean, you talk about second chances and like in without like, you know, from 30,000 feet up in the air. If you said a 14-year-old kid, you know, bullied someone, and now he's 20 years old, like, does he deserve a second chance? Generally, yes, I would say that, but there's a lot more that goes into it. It wasn't a one-time incident. It wasn't uh, you know, he grew up and saw the errors of his way. I mean, this this kid, Mitchell Miller, bullied Isaiah his, like, since first grade, since he's eight years old. Called them like racial slurs, picked on him. Uh, what the the one incident that they quote a lot in the papers is that he basically wiped a candy on a urinal and made the kid eat it. That's fucking uh, it's, disgusting. It's, it's it's fucked up. So again, it wasn't a one time thing; it was his whole life. And you know, when he got drafted by the Coyotes, his father even like made his media rounds and said like, "Well, you know, Isaiah's no uh, prince either." Like basically trying to blame the victim there. So. Clearly, he's not – his parents aren't, like, holding him, you know, responsible for yeah, it. Yeah, their pass apple is falling out. real far from the shit tree there. Right. And, you know, Mitchell Miller even wound up in juvenile court about it and had to write an apology. And the judge called him out and said, I don't believe your apology is sincere. So, you know, people deserve second chances. But first of all, realize what you've done, you know have a fucking soul like <laughs> you, you tormented this kid your whole life and you're just going to write an apology because the court told you to or because the bruin said you should apologize how about you mean it and then we can talk about a second chance yeah I, yeah just just ugh. yeah i yeah that's disgusting
0: i don't even know where to go from that like like i mean that's the thing there's just so much shit in the world i don't know you want to talk about politics oh <laughs> do, you know, do
1: you want to go down that route you know i
0: kind of do actually all right, what do you got? I mean, uh, I, most of the elections are in the books now. I think, like, it, it looks like the Republicans are probably going to end up with, like, the teeniest tiny bit of control of the House, I think. Let me just check the old CNN. Oh, uh, hold on. We got bigger problems. Uh, looks like Poland got hit by Russian missiles, so we're fucked.
1: Yeah, I did see that earlier. Uh, <laughs> WW3. Yep. Actually, no, go.
0: you know, this might be World War Five. That's the thing about World War Five; It just sneaks up on you.
1: Yeah, we, we just we somehow <laughs> skipped a bunch of World Wars in between there. <laughs> Damn it, Peter, They would have to be a World War Three and Four first. first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, first of all, I do appreciate that everybody was like, you know, we should probably not vote in all these people who don't actually believe that government works. You know, into the government. Kind of sounds like a good idea. But I will say, like, as someone who lives in New York, I have no idea what the fuck happened here. Like, we... I think we gave up, like, four seats to Republicans. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, who... I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I feel like I could go in all different directions, but I absolutely love that Democrats not only are keeping control of the Senate, but possibly even flipping another seat. Like in you know, maybe even in Georgia no less.
1: Like Yeah. <laughs> it it's one of those things like it's we're we're a long way to go, and for anyone to even suggest that maybe we have a way out yet, I, I'm I'm not going that far. But for one election, for one cycle, you know, we the the Democrats held off a red wave that did not happen. Um, the red trickle at best. At best, um, I, election deniers got romped. Like they just about up and down the ballot, all of them lost. The only one that won um, was
0: the was the dude was the Secretary of State in Wyoming. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's the thing too. It's not even just like the the senators and the and the representatives that lost. It's like it's governors, it's secretaries of state, it's it's sheriffs. Um, you know. People that, if that probably weren't on your radar as like an average voter, but were probably more dangerous than the senators and and representatives because they were the ones that ultimately held in twenty in twenty twenty without you know succumbing to all these crazy you know conspiracies. So generally a good election for the good guys, um, but still like it's it's just baffling how many people still vote. Republican to me, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, the hilarious thing is, and, and, and by
0: hilarious, I mean absolutely terrifying from a moral standpoint. But then, like, you look at, like, like, I mean, I'm the type of person that when you know my team beats a team that you know was really full of themselves, like, I like to go into the subreddit and see what they're complaining about. You know, see, I like to watch them squirm. I don't, I don't sure. engage with any of it, like, because you know, there's, there's a time and place. But I like to go in and watch them squirm did that with the with the little uh, conservative subreddit uh, you know f- this past couple of weekends here and uh, <laughs> I mean first of all it, it's amazing to watch them just now figure out you know maybe we shouldn't have hitched our wagon to the big orange guy like <laughs> who yep, knew you think? who knew turns out a guy who will sit there and brazenly talk about you know things like you know having sex with his daughter and grabbing women by the pussy and oh treason not a great mm-hmm. dude not a very electable dude, the kind of person that maybe doesn't have the best opi- you know the best uh, choices in people, the kind of guy that thinks you know what I'll put Doctor Oz uh, as a fucking senator in, in Pennsylvania. That's that's the, my guy. Like or I'll put brain damaged Herschel Walker in there.
1: Like and <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that will always blow my mind about this particular time in America is why Trump. Like, if you're a conservative, and I'm not talking about a Republican, because like, nowadays being a Republican is so much different than a conservative. You no,
0: know, being a Republican is being a fascist. Conservative is something entirely different.
1: But if, if you're a conservative and you just don't care for you know liberal um, things, then I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, I I just don't I just don't understand why like Trump is your, your standard bearer like he, he doesn't care about the party at all he would sooner watch it burn and go to the ground so literally what he's been just, trying to do yeah right and he, and he's going to do that I mean you want to talk about looking forward he's already shitting on Ron DeSantis who is probably going to be the next you know Republican nominee which I'll, I'll puke about that later but I guess it's better than Orange Man um, it just it doesn't look good I mean that
0: that kind of leads into something that I that I want to point out, which is can we finally stop thinking that Florida is going to go blue at some point because it's not. Like, no, Florida has literally been infested with old racist white boomers. Like that's that's the entire state. That's it. That's the whole thing. And somehow they've they've also brainwashed everyone else down there to vote red. So if you're sitting there waiting for like some next big you know Democrat Florida governor, uh, you know I got a I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you.
1: Yeah, it's not going to happen. No.
0: No, not even a little bit, and and North Carolina is a tease every year too. They're like, oh, oh, look, it might even be a good idea for Democrats, and then you know you're just like, uh, no, Republican wins by four points. Republican wins by three yep. points. Always. Every time. Although I, I, you know, with all the people that I know that have moved down there, I, I do think that you're going to at some point end up with a whole lot of like actual New York, you know, New England transpa- transplants who you know don't just vote red.
1: Yeah it it's not out of the question. I don't think if you're I mean if if, if you're the Democratic Party you're not counting on it in the next like call it two or three election cycles, but it's not out of the picture. And then if you look at the electoral college at least, if Republicans lose Texas it's over. Like that's that's the only thing that keeps them as a viable party for the presidency. The hilarious thing and, and I, I've
0: seen this a couple of times, I can't imagine Trump would actually be this stupid, but I, I mean, mean no. you know, <laughs> there's the limit does not exist.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: Is that, you know, DeSantis wins the Republican nomination and Trump runs on a third party platform, in in which case we we get, you know, Biden to Judgment Day.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't they could put like it could be really it could be weakened at Biden and see and he would win that election. (laughs) first of all, I would absolutely watch that presidency.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that would be pretty great. That would be fucking great. I mean, like at that point, you could run the rock against them and, and, and you'd win. Yeah, I think you could. I mean, you, yeah, you might I be mean, able to, you you might be able to win the, with the rock against either one of them in the first place.
1: <laughs> I would, I would vote the rock. <laughs> I probably and would. and that's that's the thing about I I am very curious to see where the you know Republican Party goes going forward because I think someone forwarded me a news article you know right before we went on and like even Rupert Murdoch is saying that we're not going to support Trump and if you're you know if you lose Fox News then what you know but it's it's Trump so he's not going to lose his supporters. Well, the hilarious thing is
0: that, like, Trump supporters have already been turned off of Fox News. That's why they go to, like, fucking Newsmax and yeah. shit now. Like, oh. they had to go even further into the crazy pool.
1: Yeah. And that's that's at least, I don't know, what do you want to say? Like, somewhere between 30 to 50% of the Republican Party are, are Trump voters. So, is it going to eat itself? Is, like, DeSantis going to run and he can't win without the Trump supporters and Trump won't let him win? So, like, I, I'm just... I'm curious if this is finally like their their come to Jesus moment, which of course would be a Republican saying. Yeah, but. yeah, they they do
0: love them from Jesus, even though they don't actually listen to what the dude what, what the dude said, you know. But no, I, I mean, I think like the the funny thing is too is like you end up with DeSantis is actually really in a shitty position here because you'd think like, mm-hmm. oh no, he should be like the presumptive nominee. Oh, he, you know, he he just won his his election by like twenty points. You know, I mean. The thing is, if you're DeSantis, you've and Trump wants to run, you've got a couple of choices here. You back down, let Trump run, and just know he's going to get his ass whooped, and and just wait for 2028 because you know you've got like he's got like 30 years on you. But the thing is, Republican voters are stupid. And we'll sit there and, and, you know, you know Trump is going to sit there like, oh, I made him back down. I bullied him into this. And, you know, the Republican voters are going to eat that up like, oh, yeah, Ron DeSantis can be bullied, you know. And then it's like, you know, then you wonder, like, does he keep that level of standing within his own party for the next four years? But if he runs against Trump and, you know, fights, then, again, there's a non-zero chance that Trump destroys the whole fucking election for them, which, again, I would love. I would absolutely love that.
1: And there's the th- the thing too about with the Republicans going forward is that there's no middle ground. Like DeSantis so far has played it relatively smart, where Trump attacks him and he goes after him, and DeSantis won't even say the word Trump. He won't. He won't engage. He's not doing it, and good for him. But that's a lot different when you're in a Republican primary and the dude's literally on stage with you. Then what? Yeah. So. It's you're not going to be able to play a middle ground. You either to have to be with him or against him. And if you're against him, you instantly lose those supporters and probably could get shot. Let's face it; they're terrible supporters. I mean, yeah, these are the same
0: people that you know lined up outside the Capitol building on you know January sixth to you know kill every Congressperson they could see. So you know they're right. They're trapped. I mean, the tr- truth be told, the Republican Party has been seized by domestic terrorists. I think that is a factual statement that I can say.
1: Yeah, I, you're not wrong about that. Yeah.
0: I hate that I'm not wrong about it, but it's true. Yeah, I mean, let's. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that, uh, unfortunately. On the bright side, though, like, I'm also reading this thing about uh, the Republican senators, and apparently Rick Scott is going to challenge Mitch McConnell for Senate leadership. Oh, Jesus. I mean, first of all, like, the, the old fucking turtle has survived worse than that. Rick Scott is a fucking moron.
1: Yeah, Rick, Rick Scott. Some, someone someday will dethrone him. It's not going to be Rick Scott. The
0: hilarious thing was when he's like, I'm just going to release my own policies because I want to. And the first thing he says is, I'm going to fuck with Social Security. Like, I'm sorry. If you're a Republican politician, your number one constituency is old white people who worked into long
1: enough <laughs> to buy into Social Security.
0: What it, the it fuck was, are you it, thinking?
1: <laughs> it was so stupid, and it was stupid that everyone saw a mile away. Like, the you know, all the stories were that, uh, Republican leadership said, don't release these because Democrats will use them. And guess what Democrats did in every single ad was say, hey, this is what Republicans want to do. Stupid idiot.
0: <laughs> I do appreciate that Democrats have finally figured out that, you know, we can run on the fact that these people are morons. Like they're, you know, rather than just trying to take the high road all the time, like at some point you have to point out that the other guy can't tie his own shoes.
1: <laughs> right. Like th- there's a time and a place to like, you know, tell us what your, um your actual policies are or stop ignoring Bernie. But you can, <laughs> please, you can, um, you can run completely on saying like, hey, remember the guys that are idiot, idiots, have no plan, and tried a, a coup? Yeah, they're still running.
0: I mean, yeah, what What even
1: is the Republican Party platform?
0: Like, I, as far it's as Trump. I know, all it's going to be is just like, the, I think the House is probably just going to launch a bunch of, you know, investigations into Biden. Yeah. You know, they'll let fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene up there and, you know, like a fucking rabid dog that she is. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I'm looking forward to that, and that's and that's the whole thing. Like they put her out there, and then they want to talk about AOC turning the turning America into a liberal hellscape. Well, you know what? Please, please do just, just let's just get to AOC's 35th birthday, so I can vote for her for president.
1: Yeah, I would take that over anything else that they're offering. Yeah,
0: yeah, just Ugh. ugh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> my other favorite thing too, and 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 this will be the last thing I say about it. I, but I love how. Republicans act like they are the only ones who can fix the economy, and yet, you know, first of all, the again, the supposed liberal liberal hellscape that California is is literally the fourth largest largest country in the world economically.
1: Um, and they they just moved up from five; they just
0: passed Germany. Like,
1: <laughs> you, yeah, it. it <laughs> It's awfully funny how the blue states are seem to be in a much better position than the red states.
0: It's all—it's always funny too how the budget always, you know, the deficit always gets a lot worse under Republican administrations. You know, and then Democrats hmm. come in and fix it, and then suddenly it gets worse when as soon as you're voting the guy with an R next to his name. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it's—it's it's weird how that happens.
1: I Did see it coming. The <laughs> hilarious
0: thing that I did see though, and my and my wife got real pissed about this when I showed it to her, was uh, apparently Fox's new thing is they're blaming unmarried women unmarried women are the reason that uh that they lost because married women vote republican
1: i i saw that clip and then i think it was like brett Breyer, one of the stupid fox news pundits like said like we gotta go out there and get those women married like come on like that that's not the only reason that they're voting that way no but so. that,
0: that's exactly what these idiots are too stupid to realize like they it really is. think that married women will just do whatever their quote-unquote husband says you know yeah i i'm saying quote unquote because you know women can marry women and or or non-binary non-binary individuals but they don't know they don't recognize that obviously no they don't they don't i mean it's just it's just so fucking dumb like they're 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 stuck so far up their own asses and you you, they just can't sit there and like you're just waiting for the entire party to just like have like that one you know gif moment like wait are we the baddies like and they just never do. They never figure it out.
1: No, I I, I don't have faith that they ever will. To be honest. No, with.
0: and I don't want them to either. Just just go die. Yeah, please. Oh, well, I mean, I think that's I think that's about all we can really say from <laughs> yeah, our podcast.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty good yeah, one.
0: Yeah, we uh, you know t- football, hockey, politics. There you go. That's your uh, <laughs> that's your yeah, trifecta I'm right you there.
1: For it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, that's going to wrap up our podcast for tonight. So uh, I'm Donnie. And I'm Danny. This has been a Mega Bros Podcast.